It's National Lollipop Day. Well, in America anyway, but I'm sure we can enjoy it too. Mm, I guess. Mm. You don't seem quite as excited as usual, considering it's a food awareness day today. Well, as you know, I love sweets. Just not lollipops. But we can get into all of that later. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Amanda Dunance-Pewley. And I'm Ian Smith. And And this this is is Dave's Dave's Podcast. So tell me, what is it that puts you off the lollipops? Well, I don't really like those traditional hard-boiled lollipop sweets. I'm all about the instant gratification with my sweets. And lollies take far too long to enjoy. Cake pop lollies, iced lollies, yes. But those dull, sugary lollies we used to get in a pick and mix from local newsagents, no. Because I was always really worried about breaking my teeth on them. Hang on, hang on though. Cake pops, that's not a thing, is it? Oh, it is. You know how much I love cake? And basically they're like little cakes, little round pom-poms on a stick. It's everything you've got to love about cakes and sweets, but easily eaten. So can you get like a Victoria sponge on a stick? I would eat that. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love Victoria sponge. Yeah, I think sometimes they're sort of like all spongy on the inside and then they're other times they're sort of like fondant stuff. But yeah, they can all sprinkly and lovely. You get them at weddings and baby showers and stuff like that. So that that is kind of an interesting thing, isn't it? Because what actually makes a lollipop a lollipop? Is it just something on a stick? Because in my head, I've got all sorts of things. Those sherbet dib dabs used to have a lollipop in, didn't they? A kind of orange one. Oh, it was really thin, wasn't it? It went like really glassy. Yeah. yeah. And and you, you'd eat the sherbet off it. And I like almond magnums, which are what you would have called in the past a chalk ice. Yeah. But on a stick. So, uh, and you're talking about a cake on a stick. So is it just a thing on a stick? Is that what a lollipop is? I don't really know. I mean, we should ask today's special guest, actually. He's waiting in our green room. Is it Kojak? No, but he did always have a lolly on the go. His teeth must have been awful. And honestly, like all that sugar in his mouth all the time, he must have spent a fortune at the dentist <laughs> or on toothbrushes and cleaning his teeth all the time. Well, it was a long time ago. For those of a younger persuasion, Kojak was a TV detective in the 1970s who was bald and ate lollipops continuously. Well, that's not the only example of lollipops in popular culture. See what I did there? Popular culture. Oh, very good, mm. very good. So, there's the child catcher from Chichi Chichi Bang Bang. Okay, well, that's not a very good one, is it? Oh, my God, that guy was terrifying. The things I remember from that film are, faintly remember the car flying. I you faintly remember faintly the... In- remember the car flying. The inventor having a thing that was meant to cut your hair but caused catastrophic smoke to come out and terrible things happened. And I remember the child catcher, and he had a cage that was hidden inside a kind of colourful wagon thing, didn't he? Yeah, he, and he, the, 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 the bit that really scared me is when he got down and looked down through the window. Um, There's one particular shot in the film that used to scare the bejeebus out of me. But also, there was a sweet factory, Toot Sweet, because Trudy Scrumptious' oh. dad had a sweet factory. Maybe that's where my love of sweets come from. Sorry, who's tru- Truly Scrumptious? Truly Scrumptious? Are you kidding me? Do you not know who Truly Scrumptious is? No. It's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, okay. <gasps> I told you I don't remember much about it. It's one of my all-time favourite films. I love that film. 
can't believe. And also, how can you say that faintly remember the car flying? Because that's one of the amazing things about bang bang. That and the noise that it makes. Bang bang. If it wasn't for you and your musical and rhythmic interludes in our podcast, I think the world would be a poorer place. <laughs> I should sing all of our jingles. Talking of which, My Boy Lollipop, oh. one of my all-time favourite songs from my childhood. Again, um, I know four syllables of that song. What are they? My Boy Lollipop. Uh, I think you'll find... Is that five syllables? I can't count. Um, but it was originally called My Girl Lollipop, and the lollipop was spelt differently. One spelt with a Y and one spelt with an I. Well, that is a piece of trivia that will be very useful to someone one day in a pub quiz. We are nothing if not informative. I've said it before. <laughs> but it's a real shame. During uh, lockdown, Millie Small, who was the singer of that, passed away, which is really sad. Oh. Yeah. And it's like that song was... Credited with bringing Scar to the masses in the UK. Just love it. I used to sing it as a lullaby to my kids. Bringing Scar. To the masses. I, I mean, the four syllables I remember of it don't sound much like madness to me. <laughs> no. that's t- Oh, no. Oh. We just... Amanda looks like she's in tremendous pain right now. Yeah. The anguish of, of my wrongness. Yes. What kind of music did you use like then? It depends when. I suppose that my boy lollipop for me is like just reminds me of being really little with my cousins. But so what would have been eight, nine, ten? It would have been a record that was around in my parents and my grandparents, and my auntie's collection that I used to listen to. Ah, see, I'm trying to remember because I remember listening to ABBA as a teenager and thinking that was good, but probably being the least cool kid in the school. You do not. Like, no, when I look at you, I'm like, no, Abba, Abba, really? So what would you think my musical taste was? Oh, I thought you were a bit heavier than that. So, <laughs> like something like Marillion or ACDC or something like that. Okay, well, Marillion, yes, okay. I have quite a lot of I've seen vinyl yeah. Marillion records. What do you mean you've seen? What have you I've seen, seen them twice. Meridian twice. Oh, have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to see them once and it was quite funny. It was the the tour for Clutching at Straws. Okay. Uh, which was their album after Misplaced Childhood, which is one everyone knows. And they, I remember sitting there with a friend of mine. We sat there listening to it and the, there's a massive group of fans around us who knew every single word to every single song, but only one note. <laughs> so the band would sing and then the people behind would be kind of chanting it. It was quite unnerving. I think that's the same concert as I went to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just the same fans. Maybe we were there at the same time. It was Hammersmith. Yeah, Hammersmith. Oh, serendipity. Serendipity. Say that again. Serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but My Boy Lollipop is the seminal record for me. I just absolutely love it. It would be my go-to karaoke, I think just reminds me of all those wonderful things nostalgic about my childhood which is pretty much sweets and what we're talking about today anyway so <laughs> in a roundabout way but not lollipops see how i brought it back there that's very good yeah well queen of the segway so if our green room doesn't contain kojak and one hopes not the child catcher from chitty chitty bang bang because that would be frankly deeply unnerving 
very unnerving. Then who is our special guest today? It's Ian from Panda Sweets. What a great name. I thought so. And I'm talking about Ian. Obviously, Panda Sweets is a great name as well. They they sell retro sweets, don't they? A lot of retro sweets and a lot of lollipops. Well, that's what we need. We need a lollipop expert. Well, Ian is definitely a lollipop expert. So uh, should we open the green door room? No. That's a song, isn't it? The green door room. <laughs> yeah, so we're trying hard to keep our mind on lollipops, but uh, music seems to have somehow got in. Shall we open the door of the green room? Yes, I think we should. Atmospheric. We do all our eating jingles and sound effects. Yeah, I'll add a bit of reverb in post-production. <laughs> all right, so let's talk to Ian. Welcome, Ian. So, Ian, I wonder if you could start off by telling us what sort of goodies we can expect to be able to buy on the Panda Sweets website. Lollipops, obviously, boiled sweets, jelly sweets, any retro sweet that you can think of. As long as it's still produced, then then we, we sell it. And we also make our own gifts as well. So we'll make boxes of sweets, sweet hampers, um, beautiful looking sweet cubes, things like that. Ooh. That sounds amazing. Now, during lockdown, have you been very busy with people like myself buying sweets because they can't go out to the sweet shop? During lockdown, we've been very, very busy. It's been like Christmas, and I know that we're not really. Yeah, I know that we're not the only online sweet company that's been like that. It's been the same for for most of us. We've had to stop taking orders on a, on a couple of occasions oh, during wow. lockdown. Um, now, it, now it has gone back to normal, but the beginning of the lockdown, it was it was madness. It was it was as busy as Christmas. Wow, I know it's National Lollipop Day, and that's what we're talking about. But what has been the most popular thing during lockdown? During lockdown, we do a box. It's seven pound fifty for a kilo of pick and mix sweets, oh. and that's been our best seller for lockdown. Wow, why did we not research this earlier? <laughs> I think, I think we'll find that it'll be the bestseller for the day's podcast team after we've finished recording this. <laughs> so the sweets that you sell, are they all retro sweets or are there some new stuff that you sell? Because we've done a podcast about World Chocolate Day and I really love that Cadbury's creations, but it's a new chocolate. So are you more retro or your new stuff as well? We're, we're more retro. Everything we sell is retro pretty much. But we, we might mix old and the new. So, for example, I'm sure you remember Sherbet Fountains. They, they've they just released a strawberry one. So we'll sell like a strawberry Sherbet Fountain because it's a modern take on a retro. But other than that, it's retro sweets for us. Oh, that's, it just sounds wonderful. We're of a certain age where retro is good for us because it's just reminding us yeah. of our childhood. <laughs> yes, I, I just about remember going down to the sweet shop and being able to buy something for half a pea. <laughs> oh yes like... our prices are good but they're not that good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so on National Lollipop Day we're talking about lollipops obviously what do you think counts as a lollipop because like you get these cakes on a stick or ice cream on a stick what do you think makes a traditional lollipop a traditional lollipop would have to be a boiled sweet on a stick I would say but then you have more modern lollipops, like like the marshmallow ones that you see at the seaside or the fair. So I think I think any sugar based snack on a stick, really. Yeah, because I I like um, I like uh, almond magnums, which is a kind of a choc ice on a stick, really, isn't it? That's what yeah, that's yeah. the thing that used to be called a choc ice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're more ice lollies, aren't they? 
Yeah, you see, this is a big debate between us. Is it a lolly or a lollipop? And I think a lolly is a, like a iced frozen thing, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you could be right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an ongoing debate, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many flavours do you have? Oh, that's a question. Probably about 60 at the moment. Wow. That's... Um, we, f- we found that our best seller and probably the best lollipop is made by a company which you might have heard of called Joseph Dobson. Um, they make a lot of the retro sweets. Mm-hmm. And they, they do mega lollipops, which is a, a big, big, chunky lollipop. And they do about 60 flavours, and we stock all every flavour. Oh, my. Uh, oh, my life. In, in the past, we have stocked some very, very unusual flavours. For example, um, fish and chips. <laughs> no um, way. Yeah, um, chicken tikka masala, and a few other flavours, but oh. they, they didn't sell well. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> well, they might be very nice, but it's, it's, it's hard to imagine them, isn't it? When you're thinking about a lollipop, is, you're thinking yeah, about Yeah, particular... I, I never tried them myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you have to try all the sweets, or is that... Because that would be that would be one of my favourite jobs, to be the taster, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have to, but I choose to. <laughs> yeah, since we started this podcast, Amanda has a bit volunteered to be a chocolate taste tester and really? a sausage taste tester. Yeah. <laughs> she's, is... she's very generous in that way. So, you know, if you need a taste yeah. tester. Oh, yes. Yeah, so definitely. Yes, definitely. I am up I'll bear you in mind. Yeah, <laughs> tasting all those weird flavours. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you how, what I think. 6,000 applicants for every job. Um <laughs> I've got. I also have three children, so they're good. They're good <laughs> testers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a reliable source of uh, of intel, doesn't it? Yeah. So, is there is there a time of year for lollipops? Do you think, or or is it, or do you think they're an all year round thing? They're an all year round thing. I don't think that lollipops is is even a sweet that we tend to sell more of at Christmas or any occasion like that. Um, we might sell more heart lollies, for example, at Valentine's Day, mm. but lollipops is just a good steady seller all year round. Yeah, I, th- I yeah, I can see the the heart lollipops. Those are quite nice. They've been a nice sort yeah. of treat, really. So yeah. yeah, we we often will sell an order, and they've ordered a few hundred grams of this, a few hundred grams of that, and then they'll very very regularly they'll pop it. It's just one lollipop in with the order. Just the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really quite strange the way a lot of people do that because we sell them in we sell them either by the full jar of ninety in te- in packs of ten or singly. And because, you know, posters, charges and ordering online, a lot of people will order the larger amounts. But with lollipops, people people will regularly just order one. I reckon I reckon they're just sitting there and they say, I really want this one lollipop. And oh no, the posters charges would be silly for that. So I'm going to have to add. And then they just go and get some, some load Lo- of other stuff. But the lollipop was maybe the starting point that got them. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Do people actually buy full jars of 90 lollipops? Yes, oh. regularly. Why do I not know those people? Yeah. <laughs> people, if somebody buys, say, for example, cola cubes, we sell it in anything from 100 grams up to a two-kilo jar. And we, we'll sell more of four kilos of, of these sort of sweets than 100 grams. People, when they're ordering online, tend to order large amounts. Wow. In my head, there's lots of nanas supplying their sweetie jars. I don't know about you, but my nana used to have a sweetie jar 
It wasn't really a jar, yeah. it was a tin. And um, we couldn't have any sweets until we left, but it was something that we were allowed to leave. She would like let us choose three things out of sweet, And they were like those proper, like like a pick and mix, you know, with like some blackjacks and a lollipop yeah. and a little Freddo in there. Um, so maybe yeah. it's just a nation of nanas buying stuff from you to supply their own their own jars. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Um, Ian, have you got anything else? I wanted to ask if there's a particular favourite retro lollipops that are particularly popular in, in your order book. Yeah, there's, there's a couple. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm 39. So, um, We're older so I remember than that. some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. So what, one which I really remember from my childhood, which we do so a lot of, is the Melody Pops, if you remember. They were like a whistle with a slider and you could play a song on. Yes. We sell a lot of them, um, and and the ring pops and the push pops. If you remember them, they were from from my era, so to speak. So um, we sell a lot of them. Now, um, the Joseph Dobson ones and the more traditional ones they're even you know older than my childhood, and we sell we sell a lot of them as well. So you see, here's my question: the like the pop up ones and the big ones. They look like dummies, don't they? Yeah. Are they real lollipops because they're not on a stick? This technicality. That's a good question, isn't it? Ooh. And something I've never thought of. Do they count? A melody pop definitely counts because that's on a stick, isn't it? Yes, that definitely counts. Yeah, the other ones. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you... say they count. What, what do you think? <laughs> I think that actually. It's one of those things where it's hard to write down a definition for it, but you know it when you see it. Yeah. And we've yeah. all instinctively feel like those ones are lollipops, and then we're only just yeah. noticing yeah. now because we're thinking about it that there's no stick. So I reckon it's first impressions count. Yeah. I used to love those melody pops with, like, the whistle. I used to pretend I was in, you know, in Chitty Bang Bang where they're in the sweet factory and they start, yeah. they start um, the song's Toot Sweet, Toot Sweet, Toot Sweet, and then all the dogs <laughs> from the neighbourhood, like, all start coming into the factory and causing chaos. I used to pretend that's what I was doing when I had those. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, see, we sell a lot of ring pops. I don't, I don't know if you remember them. They, they look like a big diamond, yeah. But you actually wear it like a ring. Oh. You know, that, that's something you suck on like a lollipop, yeah. But it's not on a stick. Oh, I don't know. All I can see there is just kids with sticky hands, basically. Yeah, they're very <laughs> sticky, aren't they? Yeah, very, very <laughs> sticky. So, why did you start a retro sweet shop? And is it because your love of sweets? No, it, it's not. It, it's 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 a very strange story which I'll I'll tell you about. Um, I used to, I used to be a professional athlete. Oh wow! But I gave up my job to train to to get my first professional contract. And when I got my first professional contract, I trained for about a year and a half without without a wage. Obviously, and my yeah. my partner had been supporting us. So so to thank her, I bought a a bouquet of chocolate Ooh. to thank her because she's a big chocoholic. And then when I finally retired from, from competing nine years ago now, she, she said, do you remember that bouquet of chocolate you got me? And I said, said yeah. And she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start making them as, 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 a, as a company. So we originally started making chocolate bouquets and sweet trees. We started at home like a lot of companies do. But then when we moved out to, to a premises and had to take staff on, we realized that these sweet trees and bouquets were far too fiddly for staff to be doing in in a reasonable length of time. Right. So so we stopped doing the bouquets and sweet trees 
and broke into retro suites and hampers and fancy boxes and things like that. Oh, wow. That's how we started. That's a great story. It is a great story. I do have to ask, though, as a professional athlete. Yeah. All this sugar. <laughs> are you happy with us eating all of this sugar? Oh, no. No, I'm much bigger now than when I was an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, like, I was going to say, we we did uh, we did World Chocolate Day. Oh, God, I actually went out and bought about 20 quid's worth of chocolate and then obviously had to eat it. I just can't help, I can't help myself. Chocolate's my favourite. Yeah, I'm definitely... Yeah. And my very favourite chocolate is chocolate nibbles. They're amazing. Really? I don't know if you've ever had them. No, but we can recommend Frankly Delicious, who we had on here, and basically... Arian was completely speechless because the, it, the chocolate was just uh, amazing. Like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory had <laughs> a lot of different sweets in. Do you sometimes feel like you're running your own Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? <laughs> I sometimes get told that I'm like Willy Wonka. As, as I was saying, I used to be an athlete. Now, I obviously run the sweet company, but I teach karate to kids as well. At the moment, obviously, we can't have classes because of the mm. virus and lockdown. So, so all the children have been doing Zoom classes with us. So they've been doing the karate online. And because they've done so well, the other coach bought them all a medal and I took them all a box of sweets. Oh. So we, um, we went to deliver them a box of sweets and a medal a few weeks ago when they, they, were, all, they, all, they were all very, very thankful. But, wow, but yeah, I do get called like Willy Wonka and um, <laughs> the sweetie man, things like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well... That is just absolutely brilliant. Last question. Do you want to do the last question, Ian? So people are probably sitting here having listened to this conversation with their mouth watering and thinking, I need some retro sweets as soon as possible. Yeah. Where should they go online to find you? Okay. All our sweets can be found at um, www.pandasweets.co.uk and on all social media, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. We are Panda Sweets UK. Brilliant. Well, we'll put links to all of that in our notes for this episode. And thank you so very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks ever so much. Thanks to Ian from Panda Sweets for joining us for that. And now I just want some pick and mix. Yes, and so do I. Or some licorice all sorts or some cola cubes. Well, there's too many to say, actually. We shall be back on the 1st of August, which is Yorkshire Day. Yeah, we can't really miss that one. We live here, after all. And the best way not to miss out on that and future episodes is to visit our website at dayspodcast.com. From there, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and others and find the links to our social feeds. Keep up with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram. It's still very early days for us and we'd be super grateful if you'd rate us in your podcast app and tell your friends and family, colleagues and any salespeople who cold call you about us and the informative but silly and strangely ticklish day's podcast. Thanks for listening and bye, bye for, for now. now.